A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to episode 32 of the Women's Running Podcast and our eighth running workshop. I'm Esther Newman, editor of Women's Running. So Holly and I have made it past the half marathon date and this is our debrief. Did we succeed? And, possibly more importantly, what did success mean to both of us? It turns out we both wanted very different things from our half marathon experiences and we had very different runs. We talk about what we had hoped for and what actually transpired and how the differences between those two things have coloured our opinions of ourselves and of our running. For me, it has challenged everything I thought about me in running, and it has set me on a new path. For Holly, I think that this experience has given her the confidence to not only run and race again, but to appreciate her body's strength and what it has enabled her to do. So what are our plans now? Well, we've got a 10k booked in in May, and as I keep on forgetting, a real-life half-marathon in September, so there's definitely enough to keep us going. Meanwhile, I've got the London Marathon still in my sights in October, and I've nudged another little race in there in the meantime. Next episode, we have a bit of a treat. We're going to be talking to a physio about hip injuries in runners, as Holly has been suffering from hers. Victoria Smith is a hip and knee specialist physio in the NHS, and she'll be talking to us about how we prevent hip injuries, how we manage it if we damage ourselves, and how to recover fully afterwards. Holly can't wait. This podcast is sponsored by Vega. Founded by a vegan former professional triathlete, Vega is a premium range of vegan protein and nutritional powders made from real fruit and veg ingredients. They're full of the things your body needs so you can thrive each and every day, leading an active lifestyle without skipping a vitamin, mineral or a beet. Protein helps build and maintain muscles. Add to smoothies, shakes and bakes and enjoy as part of a healthy lifestyle and balanced diet. Go to www.myvega.co.uk to discover the full range. I don't even know how to start this one without just saying... I know. Oh my God, Holly. We, we ran did a marathon. Half marathon. We ran a half, half marathon. marathon. I half ran a marathon. We ran it. 
very exciting. I wanted to start it off by playing um, Celebrate Good Times. Come on. on. I didn't know what the legal repercussions of that would be. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Likewise with the charity of fire, charity of fire theme tune, I guess. Yeah, yeah I know. I don't know whether we? we're entitled, whether that's in the public domain. No, I think I'd just get beaten around the head by Vangelis, wouldn't I? I think, but mm-hmm. hey ho, never mind. But we did it. So we did it. I get this. This is just to talk about what we did and how we did it and, and how we feel and if we're ever going to run another step again, kind of thing. Okay. Tell Let's me go. how it was, Hall. How'd it go? Okay. So the story of the day, I nearly so made exciting. notes because I didn't so want exciting. things to leave my head. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the night before, um, I was feeling quite confident. I was feeling quite relaxed. The night before the first time I did a half marathon, I was so anxious, but I actually felt quite kind of at peace with the world. And then my night sleep began mm. and it was just really, really rubbish. I couldn't I couldn't get to sleep. It was, I don't know if it was the same for everybody across the UK over the last weekend, but it was really windy, really hailey, really weird weather. Mm. And it was noisy because we were on a top floor flat. It felt like the roof was going to blow off, um, which obviously woke me up a few times because when you think your roof's going to fall off, you do um, yeah. wake up. But um, so I couldn't really sleep. And, um, and yeah, it just kind of slightly threw me. And then I woke up in the morning and I just felt a bit like slightly sort of chesty and tired and a bit kind of not quite myself. And I ne- I very nearly decided to put it off until the Sunday. But then I was like, I know I really, really want to have a nice relaxing weekend. And the reason I wanted to do it on the Saturday was so that I could chill for the rest of the weekend mm-hmm. and have it out of the way. So I decided to go for it. And also running with my friend Lex was a great idea because then I felt like I can't let her down because she's ready to go and hasn't had any Friday night beds so that she can do a Saturday morning half marathon. I would have felt embarrassed to tell her that she also was going to have to keep the gin and tonic on ice (laughs) for that night as well. So, um, so we met and she was really encouraging because I was feeling a bit bleh and I had lots of lovely messages from you and from other people that we work with and from lots of our lovely, well, some of our lovely listeners, which was really, really nice that spurred me on. Um, and then I thought, well, I have to do it for all of those people now. And I, there's no just going, <coughs> oh, I can't, I've got a bit of a cough and going <laughs> home. I decided I had to do it. So first half, or quarter marathon, as you might call it, (laughs) I found it to be really, really difficult. I think it wasn't until, so we we sort of, we tried a bit of the walk running for the first half. Mm -hmm. um, And I actually feel maybe it's what gave me the strength that meant that the second half of the run was much better. But I actually feel like maybe the stopping and starting in that instance when I was tired was a little bit like mentally slightly draining. So I Mm -hmm. think that was maybe previous like experiences I've absolutely loved walk running. So I'm definitely not saying it doesn't work for me. I think it was just on a slightly tired morning when I wasn't really feeling it. It kind of just made me be like, Oh, I quite like this walking business. Should we just keep doing that and not <laughs> yeah. wanting to do the running. It can be really anymore. difficult to get started again. Yeah. I totally understand. Exactly. That. And you know, when you sort of hit that stride where your legs have gone a bit numb and so you're kind of like, well, I can't really t- notice that I'm, running anymore because everything's gone numb I didn't kind of get to that 
point because of mm-hmm. the walk running until about mile eight which was when I really felt like I got my mojo and we started to really push through. And then maybe we had one more little patch of a walk when I was starting to struggle a bit because I noticed that my back was quite sore, which I think is a me not doing proper things with my core, which I tried at the beginning, but got a bit knackered with mm-hmm. and also sore hip, which we'll come on to, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, because of those slight niggles, I maybe had a little bit of an extra five minutes of walking or something. But generally then from mile eight until we finished, we ran the whole thing. Mm. And I was so pleased because I didn't want to cross the finish line stumbling and crying and walking, which I did actually do in the first time that I did it. And I felt like I finished a lot stronger. So even though it wasn't such a brilliant start, I'm so, so pleased that I pushed through and that I finished really strong. And now I feel like maybe I could rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> what shape would that ruling take? I mean, I, I think it's amazing that you, you, it was a better experience for you than last year. That's mm-hmm. really cool. I think it was. I think I, despite, despite the crowd not being there, despite the lack of like atmosphere, it was... I think I enjoyed the running more. I enjoyed the running more. And I ta- I suppose I talked almost the whole way because I was running with someone. And mm. so I was quite proud that I managed to keep, to keep the cardio up, really, that I managed to keep some lung capacity and keep pushing. Um, so, yeah, I'm really pleased. And actually, atmosphere-wise, I don't know whether... Because we went out at slightly different times of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you found that there were many other runners, but I passed quite a lot of people with virtual half things on and numbers, even a lovely yeah. woman who gave me a jelly baby. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, that was that at my lovely? late. So that might have been why that kind of correlated with the, the push <laughs> the good through. Half, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, no, I saw a load of people wearing their numbers and I thought it was really nice. I mean, I wasn't wearing a number, nor were you, I guess, but... Um, no. But it was nice to, I, I remember the encouragement I got when I was doing the virtual London when everyone was wearing their numbers as well. So it just made me give everyone loads of thumbs up. So me I thought too. I was more active and and being a sort of supporter as well as running it. So it's nice. Me too. That really cheered me on because I think it was, a, it was after we'd maybe done the first 5k. So starting to feel quite tired, but no nowhere near being able to go oh nearly there though we yeah. <laughs> couldn't lie to ourselves that we were nearly there and that was when I started to see a few people and we were yeah cheering each other on and things and that was really lovely mm-hmm. but my jelly baby woman was honestly a, I don't know who she is but she was an angel from heaven above she mm-hmm. just appeared and said oh well done keep going oh do you want a few jelly babies and even she had a small child and she even <laughs> It's jelly babies and I was like honestly it's fine it's fine and she was saying no have them he won't even notice and was just throwing them towards me so that was great it was lovely oh jelly baby angel jelly baby angel and her husband I think was doing it and she was telling us that she was a walk runner and could never imagine doing a half marathon and I was like we've walk run half of this and here we are stronger than we were probably half an hour an hour ago because we did that so oh look at you she motivated you and hopefully you've motivated her I hope so I hope so 
Oh, amazing. Oh, I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. And how did, I mean, how did you feel the following day? Did you feel all right? Did you recover? Did you drink? I did feel a little bit like I had been hit by a bus, but I, I did drink the night that I finished the marathon. So should I tell you all of my snacks? Yes, please. Okay. So (laughs) I was, I was wondering whether this would be interesting content, but I was planning on listing it all. Snacks are always good. It was amazing. So I strategically finished at uh, Taka Taka, which is our lovely local kind of Greek uh, thing. Did you get a gyros? I got a gyros with halloumi and chips were inside it. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. (laughs) How can you strategically finish at Taka Taka and not tell me that that's what you're going to do? I know, I know. Well, I did tell you I was planning somewhere with chips, but I wasn't quite sure where it was going to be. But that was where we ended up and that was lovely. Um, And then... Then I sort of sat there feeling actually slightly queasy for a few yeah. hours. <laughs> but then once I'd had a bath and I'd sort of slightly come round a bit and had so about did, did 80 I see cups you, of tea. Um, um, like like post Yes, you did. You saw me post-Takataka, pre-proper feeding frenzy, wine frenzy. You saw me at a good, a good moment between when I was starting to become a bit more human. But you did see me pre-bath, so I was probably a bit gross. No, 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 not at all. Mm. You were looking, you were glowing, if anything. Glowing with endorphins and yeah. joy. I did feel it a bit. We were quite giddy when we saw each other on that day. We were, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, so I felt a bit more human then. I think I consumed more tea over the whole weekend than ever in my life. Um, and, um, and then in the evening I had a baked camembert and I dipped various things like bread and carrots and, and it was so lush. Yeah. Very cheese heavy day, which may have also contributed to why I felt like I was hit by a bus. I don't think my recovery tips uh, uh, (laughs) are particularly professional (laughs) and about three quarters of a bottle of wine and a huge camembert. So no wonder I felt a bit grim. But all it really professional, really professional. I'm sure that's what Paula Radcliffe does. I'm sure that's what Paula Radcliffe does. Mm -hmm. I felt a lot like Paula Radcliffe while I was sat on the sofa with a huge, with sort of drips of camembert. (laughs) 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 But then the next day I just gave myself, I actually did a bit of a um, percussive massage thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you call it? Massage gun. That's what I'm looking for. I did a bit of a massage gun um, on the bits that were really sore. Like my hips were still quite sore the day afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, And that seemed to help me. And by yesterday, which was two days after, I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And have you done anything since or are you resting up still? I think, yeah, I don't think I have done anything since apart from a bit of walking. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, I did honestly nothing. And I think maybe that was, it, it, it was a, my mind's telling me, no, my body's telling me yes situation <laughs> where I knew that I should probably go and move around a bit so that I didn't seize up completely. Mm-hmm. But my board was just not able to be peeled off the sofa. But, um, but then, yeah, yesterday I did a bit of walking um, and yeah that's I, th- I think made me feel a bit more bit more human yeah 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 mm. you got any um have you got any plans to 
when do you know, do you know when your next run's going to be? Yeah, good question. I was thinking about this. I was think so. I think I definitely want my next one. I'm so excited about this. I want my next one to just be a run where I just go and I just see how much I like doing, and then yeah. I stop when I want to stop, or I keep going if I want to keep going. And I'm really excited about that. That's nice. Yeah, it um, is. It's a nice thing to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Did we call it fun running? I think we did in our last one. I don't know if we did, but we should if we didn't. We should. Yeah. But I'm going to do a fun run, not in a sort of traditional fake yeah, boobs. Yeah, and, yeah, not with dressing up with <laughs> fake boobs, but um, with <laughs> with um, just going off and doing what I want to do. So I was. I'm definitely thinking that I'm going to do one on the weekend. Mm-hmm. but I'm wondering whether I should do one in the meantime, just so that when I do one on the weekend, I don't, my body doesn't have a sort of PTSD from the week before and and think it's all a bit of a shock. So maybe I should do a gentle tomorrow or something. Oh, I don't, you know, just, just do what you want to do, Hol. I, mm-hmm. I think just, you know, just listen to yourself. If you, if you still want to rest up for another couple of days and go for it. Mm. Um, I think like the only thing I did, last year which was wrong was to run 26 miles not run for two weeks and then run a half marathon yeah that was really really bad and I (laughs) I don't know what possessed me really um what a twit um so I I would definitely suggest if you do rest up for like another couple of days and you run at the weekend Mm. don't don't immediately hair out and think I'm gonna do 10 miles you know just (laughs) Just do a lovely, I did lovely have a moment. I did have a moment where I thought, "What if I just keep going? What if I do fourteen next week?" Oh but my god! I think that we'll save that for another time. But yeah. I have to admit, it did make my marathon senses tingle oh, a tiny, did a it? tiny bit, a oh, tiny don't bit. Don't say that, Holly. I know. <laughs> okay. I've said it to the world now. You oh, have, <laughs> but we can cut it out but I (laughs) (laughs) but I did feel a little bit like I think what gave me the kind of the realization that I probably could eventually if I wanted to maybe do a marathon would was the fact that when I did 10 miles that was my last long run two weeks ago Mm -hmm. I found that last two miles really horrible and then this time round nine and ten I was flying those were two of my faves and then and it just kind of made me think every time you do a long run the last couple are horrid Mm -hmm. and it it's it does it really make you know should the fact that 12 and 13 were a bit painful or 11 and 12 were a bit painful put me off doing something longer no because you know I think it, it's always because psychologically you know you're just pushing yourself through that last bit yeah it's just it's always it's the last four. two miles of any yeah if you do mm. if you've built up to six miles it's mile five and six which are the awful ones and if you if you've built up to it like I I've even got it I've got it somewhere on <clears throat> I think I've got it on an Instagram post which is very rare for me because I've got about 12 posts on there um, <laughs> but I've got a post saying that I'd finished my last long run ahead of the marathon and I'd done 20 miles or something but I remember that the last mile especially that I was just looking down at my watch every second step just go oh come Mm. on come on come on come on and it was so so painful I don't remember the last mile of the marathon feeling like that at all yeah that's good it's just yeah you're right it is psychological yeah yes you could go longer if this was if this was easy if this was a walk in the park for you Holly I'm expecting you to do God, many, many marathons before the end of the year. 
<laughs> oh well it's quite exciting i do i did feel i did really enjoy it and i think my main takeaway was um that i didn't cry this time i did cry last oh. time didn't cry this time oh you're all grown up i know i really did f- i i felt my sort of evolution i was i, I felt really proud <laughs> oh so sweet <laughs> do do you want to sign up to anything else? I mean, I know that we we've talked about our doing our ten k at mm-hmm. the end of May. Um, yeah, end of May, beginning of June, the Vitality ten thousand. Yes, we're doing um, that, so we can do that. But if, would you would you, for instance, <laughs> consider? I don't know any other kind of formal race before the end of the year. Well, I kind of. I think you're in the same position here. I think because we didn't do the virtual half, we are oh, now yeah. expected on the start line. Oh, yeah. September. I forgot about that. <laughs> Which is actually quite good because I think this 10K will be really exciting and really interesting for us and hopefully for other people um, in terms of trying to like really get strong at a distance because we know we can do that I know I can do that you've been able to do that for quite a long time I know I can do that now really comfortably mm. and really comfortably I'm yeah. getting way too big for my boots today <laughs> no I can do that fine and being able to kind of work on that distance and get feel like I can do that really strong that I'm not doing sort of yeah too much hobbling that I mm. can I can I can feel strong on that distance. I think that'll be really good and really interesting. And then we've kind of got take two in September. Yeah. That hopefully this 10K training, I think it'll be really interesting to see how much that helps going into the same kind of training process for the next half. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely lovely to have... I completely forgotten about the actual real bath. Huh? I know. I keep forgetting terrible, about it, it? Too. Um, But it's so good to have that 10K there. Mm. um because then we can we can slip in another one you know exactly kind of june july mm-hmm. and just just it's like keeping us turning over really isn't it ticking over that kind of nice feeling exactly of like, and if you can do if you can comfortably have a 10k under your belt then a half marathon's nothing you know it's fine no, it's just it's just two of them it's just two of them yeah yeah which is fine and then a marathon it's just two of them it's just- so <laughs> exactly it's just all fractions i reckon let's let's discuss Mm. post 10k and maybe i could think about something next year like (gasps) well london marathon is april next year isn't it i think it might be yeah i think it might be anyway Mm. i must i'm sweating i'm nervous It would be so cool to do together, wouldn't it? To train and to do that. Be so good. Oh, so painful, but so good. Yeah. 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 I'm not looking forward to that, really. Not the training. No. I'd really like to one up my dad as well, who keeps reminding me how quickly he can run a half marathon. Not anymore, but how quickly he was able to once run a half marathon. And I'd love to be able to go, oh, I haven't done a marathon, though, have you? (laughs) God, I remember you telling me that. I remember you coming in and saying, this is the time in which my dad ran a half marathon. Is that quite quick? And we were both like, yeah, my yeah God, we were, I can't remember we were, what it was now, but it was like two and a half minutes. It was really quick. <laughs> yeah. My dad told me that he ran a marathon in, I think he said his personal best was one hour, 19 minutes. This which, is a half, half marathon. 
Half marathon, sorry, yes. Yeah, he's not Elliot Kipchoge. Even Elliot would be bound down. (laughs) So he told me that he managed to run it in one hour 19, um, to which we all said, were you not part of an elite team? (laughs) What what were you doing? Just turning up and... uh, But worse, he once told me that he had... um, This was not his PB, unsurprisingly. I think this was closer to an hour and a half still Mm. hugely irritating Mm. I'm still quite suspicious I'm not 100% sure I believe him (laughs) but um but he once told me that he had a he he was supposed to have a sort of fortifying pint the night before with the guys that he was doing it with Mm. and accidentally five pints later (gasps) realized that he'd made a horrible mistake (laughs) And that was the one that he managed to do in an hour and a half. The next oh my day. god! I know, but I think that we really should be quite suspicious of this, of both of those stories. I think <laughs> it does sound like he he would have made made headlines. Maybe I'll see if I can find records and, and yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do some some sleuthing. <laughs> Oh my God, you find a funny newspaper headline that's, who is this man? You know, I know. <laughs> pictures of your Mysterious dad overtaking man. Steve Cram or something. Yeah. Like, oh God. Yes, with a pint in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But luckily, I didn't have six pints the night before, and it may have taken me almost twice as long, but I did feel good doing it. So. That was good. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I don't, I don't think my experience was anywhere near as nice as yours. Yeah, you said that yours was a bit horrid. Well, yeah, I, I think I was a bit of an idiot. In fact, looking back on it, I was definitely an idiot. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're not usually an idiot in any oh, way. Oh, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I think I'm usually, generally, un, like non-specifically, a bit of an idiot, and. In this, this one, definitely very specifically an idiot. Because, like, I'd, um, like, my training had been a bit stop-starty because I'd sort of forgotten to to, to train until, mm. I think, January or something. And um, and then, and then like, the, the kind of long runs were fine and I'd kind of built up all right. But, mm. um, but the middle bits, the kind of the actual technical runs that no one wants to do particularly, yeah, I didn't do particularly. I did a few hill sprints, um, but not much more than that. And I certainly didn't work really on pace or tempo and stuff like that. And I, I, a lot of that, even though, um, even though I've been kind of learning about it and kind of, you know, putting it in the magazine for for, for years, mm. it kind of slightly goes over my head. And no, it, I definitely get that. And it all slightly went over my head until the day of this particular half marathon. And I think this is the only time that I have done a race where I was keeping an eye on pace. And it was only the night before. I'd sort of said that I, oh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind because my, my last one I'd done in 205 or 204. Mm-hmm. it depended whether it was Strava or Garmin I think and um and I just thought well how hard could it be to go four minutes quicker and get mm-hmm. under two and I just thought well four minutes that's not very much time you know it's, I'm not trying to shave off half an hour I bet that's really easy and um so if like my google searches the night before the half hour <laughs> <laughs> what pace do I need to run 
to, to get 159.59. Mm-hmm. And then turns out it's a really quick pace and even then i looked at all of my runs on strava and checked all of my pacing for all of my runs and mm-hmm. no mile at any point in any of my running <laughs> over the last two years and i did check back that far ever is quick as quick as what the pace should be to do a half marathon in 159.59 um, no no mile is that quick even when i've done like three mm-hmm. miles no mile is that quick even when i've done tempo no mile is that quick I, I, I literally could not find an example of this 909 pace anywhere. And yet, and yet, I woke up that morning going, I'm going to do this. I'm going, today is the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. So that's what marks me out as an idiot. And um, I was running on the towpath. It was very, very flat, but it was very mm. hot, holy, and it had been raining loads, as you said. So it was really, really yeah. Um And I, 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 use the same strategy as I did when I did the marathon on the same stretch which was instead of trying to circumnavigate the potholes just plow through um mm. which is a good strategy but I was soaked by the end of it and, and running in wet yeah. was no fun um and I set off faster than I than I normally ever run ever so mm. the entire experience and I didn't get it I didn't do it I didn't I didn't get under two I got a pb I shaved off a couple of minutes mm. You um, did get a, a PB and you were very close and it I was, close. was an amazing time. I was pleased, but not overwhelmed with myself because the whole experience, the whole run was not comfortable, which meant I didn't enjoy it. And Yeah, that's I, sad. I, it is sad, isn't it? Because I enjoyed mm. running 26 miles a hell of a lot more than I did running 13 because I just took my time and I didn't care about pace. And I was just like, you know, what, what will be, will be. I don't care because mm. I've never done it before. So I think it's because, you know, whatever I do would have been a PB. It didn't really matter, did it? Um, yeah. So I came back feeling a bit, uh, I mean, pleased, but I just hadn't had an enjoyable, like I love coming back from those long 10 mile plus runs normally and going, mm. yeah, I've just run 10, 11, 12, you know, whatever. And feeling brilliant. But I came back from that thinking, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. What's yeah, that's really... Me? It also goes to show that despite you getting a PB, that it wasn't what... It, it, at the end of the day, it wasn't what was on Strava or Garmin at the end of the run. It was your no. own brain that was telling you whether you had a good time. Exactly. I f- mm-hmm. And I feel like I had, I had a mini epiphany when I came back. Mm-hmm. But, and I... I was oh because because in my last half mile I ran past a friend, um just by mistake not by mistake but just on you know whatever and she mm, she's a runner too. someone I knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wasn't I, I wasn't breaking any kind of bubbly code or anything but she was going the other direction. Um, was she running? She was running and um, uh, and she's she's a, a really big runner, endurance runner, and she she said. Um, that uh so so she asked me how how i did when i got back and i said oh, i didn't really enjoy it very much and um and she said um she said well have you thought about doing something else anyway cut to about three hours later and i've signed up to another race right <laughs> oh, <have> you? <laughs> yeah. how exciting it is exciting and i have to say i am so looking forward to this because it's not a run it's a run that you can choose to run it's actually a walk 
So do you remember, oh. a couple, you remember a couple of years ago, I did the bath beat and that was a kind of a 20 miler round bath. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly that that was all set up for what it's like long distance walking association, I think is part of that crowd. And you can run it if you want to. Anyway, this isn't that, it's, but it's very, very similar. So this is running for Julian House, well, walking for Julian mm-hmm. House. And there, it's a 20 mile circumnavigate bath route. It's a lovely route. Um, oh, yeah. I think I saw that last year. Yeah. Um, and mm. it, it's really, not, I think it's very similar to the route that I would have done on the Bath Beat if I were doing that, which I'm not because I don't think it's going ahead. But um, anyway, so Laura's doing it, my friend who I bumped into, and she said, oh, you know, have a look at the website. The route looks fantastic. There's loads of checkpoints. Jaffa Cake seems to kind of pop up quite highly and, and Flapjack and, you know, all the good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and it just says there's a, there's a small point halfway down. It says you can run it if you like, as long as you're kind of, you know, respectful of other walkers and, and so on. I just thought that would be lovely. So it's 20 miles um, and you've got like all day to do it. Like it starts at kind of yeah, that's really half seven nice. or eight or something. You're raising money for Julian House, which is a, thoroughly commendable charity um for homeless people in bath and um and yeah and i just get to plod it so i can walk walk up the up bits and run down the down bits and i'm just like yeah oh i love that yeah. that sounds that sounds really really fun that yeah. sounds lovely i'm really looking forward cool. to that. that good question i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think it's april i think it's april it's quite soon so quite it, soon but... yeah and it oh, doesn't God, it's it... march <laughs> it's <Yeah>. quite soon <laughs> I didn't realize how far through the year we were. Uh, yeah, I, did, I had to pass that um, by Dave actually because I signed up to it, and then about an hour later, I thought, "Oh God!" And so I had to sort of, oh, "Dave, sorry, I'm going to have to eat into a weekend." And, it, and also, I'm going to have to train for it. In that, I'll have to do another a good couple of long runs, but I'm not going to bother yeah. with the sprint stuff. Um, and just no. Couple of longer, and maybe longer. I I don't know how um, whether this is good advice, but maybe you know walks like the kind of we've got the nice skyline walk in bath that yeah. are like uphill walky bits mm-hmm. maybe just those with long runs is fine i don't yeah, know i think that's true i think that's uh, that seems to be um i think you're you're right that's something that laura does i know she does quite a lot of she needs to get because she's training for um an ultra uh in the summer and she's talking about having mm. to kind of put in quite a bit of elevation when she's considering the, her long distance stuff at the weekends yeah um, so yeah, so I will do that. I went for a run this morning though, and it really hurt. Mm. And it was only Did a three it? miler. Yeah, it really hurt. I think I've I've done something to kind of right at the top of my hamstrings. It's not quite my glutes. It's just at the top there, which just feels a bit. Yeah, it felt like something was going to go. So um, I had it. I cut it short and did a very very slow one. Ooh. So I have to make another. I think that's what rest, I'll do as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll do a three miler next and just see how it feels because. I'm I, yeah I'm similarly feeling a bit nervous about my hip rather than just being like a, oh I've overdone it that's a bit of a sore bit of muscle mm. feeling a bit like feels like something's gonna ping or something and that's yeah. not a nice feeling oh so then maybe this is the best time to talk about our next podcast which is mm-hmm. um, one we'll do in a couple of weeks time and we are going to bring in a third party which feels like <sighs> I don't know adventurous yet wrong yet Kind of, I don't know, <laughs> destroying our natural chemistry with a third person. But um, we we have decided, um, partly through Holly having a bit of a hip issue, and and partly because we aren't now aiming for like a 
particular oh, we've got our 10k but we don't have a, mm-hmm. kind of a, a main kind of event to, to go for we just thought we could just talk about random running stuff and we want to bring in um a hip specialist um so this is lovely woman um and she is going to come and talk to us about bursitis um or gluteal no hang on a minute is it tendon oh i can't even i can't even say the words hold i don't know what they are but anyway hip stuff i can't say any of them um she's Mm going to come and talk to us about that and she's going to specifically talk to you about what you might have and ways in which you can fix it but you have to do what she tells you to do otherwise you're going to be like kicked out of the running club forever okay i will i promise i actually I must do what she tells me to because it's exactly the same injuries I had last time. It's really annoying and I don't want it to carry on. I think it's because of, because I flail. You think it's because of flailing. And well, she was talking, yeah. when I, I spoke to her yesterday and she said that actually hips, issue with hips is the, one of the most common things with runners. And so that's why I thought it'd be is great it? to have on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Not knees, mm. not ankles, but hips. So That's um, really surprising because you do hear about knees and I don't know, shin splints and things like that quite a lot. Mm. I don't think I've ever really heard a runner talk about hip stuff. Maybe I have, but she's super passionate about it. Definitely not as much as I've heard stuff about knees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really good. Cool. She, she suffers from it herself, which I think is, you know, one of the reasons why she's kind of gone down this avenue. And um, she's super passionate about kind of posture and, and form, I think. And, and she's got loads of exercises that you can do to make it all better and go away, I think hope yeah oh yeah. amazing yeah so it's going cool. to be yeah be, be a, a little kind of round table discussion um yeah next time which will be really exciting yeah i'm really looking forward to that i think we can be think really of other special guests too can't we in the future i know and and we can ask who yeah. people would like to join us we yeah. did somebody did suggest michelle obama didn't they um, yeah let's get michelle on <laughs> let's right, get michelle. how's it going we'll give, yeah we'll get her on the blower yeah easy that is an easy win because i know she loves this podcast so <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's well, really lovely to talk about this isn't it because we haven't really, i know i think it's been really nice that I, I really tried when i saw you on saturday i tried not to ask you too much because i was like save it save it for the podcast you know <laughs> i know i know i did want to tell you all well hopefully it wasn't too long-winded because I do feel like I had a bit of an emotional roller coaster with it I was really confident the night before really down in the dumps in the morning found the first bit so hard and then came through and it was all lovely and I finished at Jessup's the camera shop (laughs) I don't know why that made me laugh but it just really made me laugh that we were really pushing ourselves on and going like okay come on we weren't going to do any more than that 13.1 it was a classic checking every second and Lex went okay come on 0.08 I think we're going to finish at Jessup's and then we did (laughs) I loved it (laughs) and then you got a kebab and then we got a kebab oh I'm so envious of that I am so envious of that it was a really good idea it was a good idea and salty halloumi chips and yeah lovely I think yeah it was exactly what I was craving and so much carb Mm. pitta chips 
The halloumi probably is a calm. There was so much in there and I loved it. <laughs> Hummus, that also feels a bit like a carb. Probably. They're all in there. They're all in there, yeah. You should have just put a little bit of pasta in there just to kind of top it yeah, up. Yeah, all the beiges. They were all the beiges <laughs> in one and I loved it. <laughs> I bet somehow you could probably figure out that that's probably the best recovery meal you could have ever have had. I think so. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Though so I'm looking forward to having one soon and not dripping in sweat and feeling like I was going just kind of inhaling to try and replace the energy that I just lost. But it was it was a very good, a very good first bite. Oh, and nice. I didn't actually, I was gonna say this, we don't have to include this if this is boring and we've gone on too long already. But yeah. um but um I I didn't actually have a banana the morning before. Oh. My completely my fault because I forgot to put bananas on the shopping list so I didn't have any bananas so I had toast with marmite instead and I did wonder did that make me lose my mojo a little bit for the first few miles because I don't usually have anything big to eat but no probably not not. marmite no marmite would never help you lose your mojo marmite is food of the gods it is I'm gonna put that right out now no 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 no. don't don't blame marmite maybe the bread um but not maybe the bread um yeah, I didn't I don't have know. anything. Mm, I really wanted banana or, or like a bit of peanut butter or something, but I just stupidly didn't have anything like that because I was so relaxed about it the yeah. night before. I hadn't really thought about my food the morning. Actually, I have or to anything. say, I mm. was I didn't have any bananas either, and I would normally no. have a banana. So I ended up having. I'd mistakenly bought some white bread, um, which I was kind yeah, of loading on the kids. Bread. Yeah, mm. so I had a slice of white toast with peanut butter. And it was mm. all right, but very, very claggy. And yeah, and when you're a bit nervy, oh, mm. bread is just not what you want to be sort of yeah. squashing down your throat. No. Desperately and I did, I did to... almost have a gastric distress moment as well. Did you? Yeah. I, I thought that I might. <laughs> I've never had, I've never really had one. But I oh, did have a moment. I did, I had I thought I might. I was yeah. planning a where could I go That's what for I an had. emergency poo along the route. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely had a moment of thinking, God, every other long run I've been out, I've always bought like a couple of, um, like some tissue paper and tucked it into my trail pack. And I hadn't this time. And I was, I, I, there was a good mile where I was thinking, well, leaves will be all right. (laughs) (laughs) I love our half marathon thoughts. I think we could make a a blog of them. Half marathon thoughts. Leaves will be fine. Leaves will be fine. Holly is going to have a go at me because I left off a really long section about gastric distress there, but I firmly believe that we could have a whole episode on our various poo stories, so that's something to look forward to. Tune in next time for our chat with our hip specialist, especially if you've been having problems with your hips after running. Do check out the range of delicious protein powders at myvega.co.uk. The chocolate one is a winner. This episode was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. And do please leave a lovely review. Podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running. Honest, it's better than anything anywhere else. Head to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPOD at the checkout to get a whopping 35% off.
as well as access to loads of discounts and freebies. Come and join Women's Running. We'd love to have you with us. Happy running. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 